0: Hey!
1: Hey, guys. Season finale time.
0: This is it. The moment you've all been waiting for. We're going
1: to find out what's in the hatch. We're going to
0: find out who gets the final rose.
1: Okay. (laughs) We both want to make our own TV jokes. (laughs) We've both done it. I think we can move on now.
0: We sure can. So this episode, we're going to talk a whole bunch about make-believe.
1: Mm-hmm. And it happened in the past. It sure did. But, hey, guys, enjoy this. This is the last one of these... That We're digging up from the old archives.
0: From here on out, you're going to be talking to just straight up present...
1: Fresh meat. Ew. Present fresh meat.
0: <laughs> a present of fresh meat.
1: I'm sure, have you ever been given a present of fresh meat?
0: I mean, a person's bought me a burger before.
1: I think that counts.
0: Then yes. That's lovely. Okay. Thanks. Guys,
1: here's our present of fresh meat to you from My Name is Weezer, episode 7, all about Mary quality
0: have a great time.
1: Welcome. Welcome to my name, my name is Weezer. Wait, do, we, do we do we need to take that again? My guys, bear with us. My name. My,
0: Hi.
1: my name, my
0: name is is Weezer.
1: Weezer. I'm Patrick.
0: I'm Jen.
1: And this is the uh, podcast. This is the audio program where we talk about Weezer.
0: Yeah, it sure is.
1: It sure is. Uh, I can't think of a more ringing endorsement uh, <laughs> than it sure it is. It
0: sure is the audio program
1: <laughs> It is the audio program if you're looking for video tele-
0: or yeah a television program yeah this isn't it
1: out of luck scratch and sniff nope not here uh, some sort of tangible physical touchable thing
0: get out of here get the
1: fuck out of here we don't even want you well i mean patrick we w- wants you a little i want bit. you a little bit but just know that it's going to be a, a purely audio program just from from the from so you're the jump,
0: got to be disappointed.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's possible people will be experiencing disappointment uh, no matter what.
0: Yeah, it's true. We could be just a wild, <laughs> creating a wildly disappointing product.
1: <laughs> that that is true. Um, I think we're also uh, getting to the point where we're going to start talking about wildly disappointing products, truth as well. Um, and you know. I don't mean to tip our hands, but I don't think you and I necessarily think that everything from here on out is going to be a shit bag.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Just most of it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I will even go so far as to say not most of what we have coming up do I think is, is shitty.
0: Today? Or in the entire future of this podcast?
1: I would say from here to the end of the podcast there are really only two records that I don't like.
0: And we're covering four records?
1: And we are covering four more records.
0: Okay. That's half. That's fair. That's half. Yeah. I.
1: We're covering five more records. There are five more. Five more, more records. Because today, listen, y'all, <laughs> instead of Jen and I just thinking wildly about the future and what we will talk about <laughs> someday, today we are going to talk about Make Believe. Make Believe. Um,
0: uh, which is something that Patrick and I do often as we are improvisers. Get it? We make believe. No, but we're talking oh, about the album. Oh, I didn't album. get that. I we're didn't taking, get that. We're
1: talking, about, we're talking about the album. Jen, I didn't get that joke. It's a good joke, and thank, thank you. you for making it.
0: I, it didn't really land, so I <laughs> moved on quickly.
1: No, okay. <laughs> but I'm glad
0: you liked it. As
1: improvisers, though, we've got to stay with a joke until it becomes funny.
0: Right. Isn't that how that works? I hope not. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm afraid sometimes that it is.
0: Yeah. So it depends on who you're talking to. Let's talk shit about people on this. No, it's not.
1: Yeah, no, that's <laughs> something I'm, I'm fine to have backed away from right there. <laughs> Let's talk shit about people. No.
0: <laughs> not going to do it.
1: Listen, Jen, as soon as the mics are off, we can go back to talking shit oh, about people. God. Like we always do. Yeah. Um, pretty
0: much all we do when we're not on mic.
1: That's true. Um, but for right now, we've got to talk about... Uh, some Weezer recordings, yeah. and I say, look, <clears throat> we're in like 2004 right now, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, the album comes out 2005, but yeah.
1: Great, but we're the 2004, 2005 yes. because I do want to talk a little bit about the re-release of Baloo. Yeah. Um, which uh, you know comes with a, a disc of extra recordings, um, many of which. You know, we had gotten our grubby hands on before mm-hmm. 2004, um, but also a lot of them, which I know I hadn't really had access to. I, I, honestly, when I think about it, I really only knew Jamie and Suzanne. Okay. Um, from, you know, Suzanne from the Mall rat soundtrack. Right. And I couldn't tell you why I had a recording of Jamie, but I did.
0: You just did. Sometimes that's how it works.
1: Especially, um, r- you know, right around like 1999 and 2000 and 2001 when like Napster was the shit, yo,
0: mm-hmm. and you just
1: steal all kinds of music. Yeah. All day long. Yeah. I remember that. you would, Jen, were you ever, um, were you old enough to have been doing this when, <laughs> when Napster was a thing where you would search for songs and started downloading before you went to bed so that when you like woke up in the morning, that you would have most of the song downloaded. No, I, was too,
0: I was too young. <laughs> you were
1: too young for that.
0: I do, however, my uh, main point of reference for Napster, besides remembering when it gets got like shut down or whatever, yeah, um, is when I was in fifth grade, which is um, like that was 2000, 2001. Okay. Um. Uh. This little ten-year-old boy that I had a crush on was all about Napster he like always talked about how he was downloading things from Napster. And I like really didn't know much about what it was or what it was doing.
1: Yeah. I mean, really, nobody did is the thing. Like (laughs) the the people using it were like, I'm getting all this music.
0: But I don't know how. But I
1: don't know how. I don't know why. Yep. Oh, so that was it? It's just that 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 this this kid was into it?
0: Yeah, he was into it. So I I listened. I didn't ever. I wasn't like into him enough to. I was 10. I wasn't going to go like do research.
1: Sure. You didn't want to fuck him yet. No. Right.
0: I was too little for those thoughts to be popping into my head.
1: <laughs> One of the things that I, uh, for me, is always going to be linked to Napster is there was like a, uh, an MTV like VMAs or maybe like a movie awards or something where Metallica was like really pissed off about it, about <laughs> cool. Napster and their music being downloaded for free. Um, and so. The band, no, it may, might not have even been the whole band, but just Lars Ulrich, the uh, <laughs> the drummer, um, appearing in like a video where he was like just slapping stickers with the Napster logo on things, and he was like, "I'm just borrowing this," <laughs> like it was the most <laughs> like shitty passive aggressive. That's
0: really funny though. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, we should we should look that up. We yeah. should watch that video. We
0: should watch that. I'd watch that. It would be
1: fun. It was real dumb. It, what The funny thing about that is that if we do that, if we find that video and watch it now, uh-huh. we will almost certainly be taking it from like YouTube or something where it's not, oh, absolutely. not 100% legal for oh, us to yeah, be watching it. for
0: sure. Because that's our generation. Yep. Uh, but the songs that are that were released with Dusty Gems and Raw Nuggets that were not on uh, the original release of the blue album are
1: well it's kind of a lot it's kind of a yeah. lot of uh but you you can walk us through
0: yeah well michael and carly which we did talk about mm-hmm. uh in our first episode when we were talking about the kitchen tapes
1: well in these first these first couple are all like studio quality these are like the b-sides and yeah. um you know soundtrack stuff
0: yeah um and then you got suzanne which it, like all the b-side stuff all the we talked about all the B-side stuff before, right? You bet. Okay, so Suzanne, my Eveline, uh, Jamie, my name is Jonas, live, Surf Wax America live, uh, and then there's a live Jamie as well.
1: I uh, remember having access to that before, so um, like that wasn't totally a surprise to me. Okay. Okay. Um, but the rest of this, did you, uh, do you remember going out and buying? I'm sorry to just stop you And the, no, if, people, okay. if people want to look at the list of, uh, It's the, on Weezerpedia.
0: I'm just reading off the page.
1: <laughs> I bet it's also on, uh, Wikipedia or on Amazon. No, <laughs> no,
0: no, it's only on Weezerpedia. I'm really promoting this site. I'm mm. going to make them start paying me.
1: The, uh, they don't have any I money. I don't think they have any money. <laughs> the uh, dusty gems and raw nuggets are also is also on uh, spotify i would so. say
0: are i mean i get that it's an album right. and it's a singular album but it just doesn't sound right to say is so I'm a grammar nazi
1: well, but th- that sounds like the opposite of being a grammar nazi this is you just throwing Break the, the rules, rules. cuz you would say the beatles is my favorite band you wouldn't say the right. beatles are my favorite band
0: right no, I would really just say I love the Beatles.
1: <laughs> sure.
0: That's how I would get around that.
1: It just, <laughs> you're just, just avoiding it altogether. I'm
0: avoiding it because I just hate the way it sounds. All right, fine. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to break the rule, but I also don't want to be like I I don't want to be wrong, but I don't want to be right because it doesn't feel good to be right in this situation.
1: So let me get this straight. <clears throat>
0: uh huh.
1: What you're uh, sort of suggesting here is that, well, Dusty Gems and Raw Nuggets is the name of this thing. It is also a description of this collection of songs. Yeah. That means that you think some of these are Dusty Gems and some of them are Raw Nuggets.
0: Are we going to go through and identify we which are ones to go through, track by track are and Dusty and Gems and which ones are Raw Nuggets?
1: I think I think that's uh, that's the only way.
0: Sounds great. Okay. So, Michael and Carly. Dusty gem. Yeah, I, I agree with that.
1: Uh, I would say the, these first four studio recordings are all dusty gems. Suzanne, Maline, yeah, and Jamie, mm-hmm. all dusty gems. Yeah.
0: I'd say the live B-sides are probably all raw nuggets.
1: Yeah. Okay. And and I mean, probably the rest of the album is all raw nuggets, really.
0: Yeah. Um. I, the only in dreams kitchen tape might be A dusty gem
1: Uh yeah no I I don't
0: know I don't know how I feel about anything Um,
1: um I, I think I started to ask this question And then didn't um did you buy a copy Of um this re-release When it came out nah 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 um I remember Very specifically um Driving to the best buy In Appleton Wisconsin to mm-hmm. Pick up my copy good Um you know, it, it was like in one of those like double fat CD cases. Yeah. You know, like it was uh, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness or something. Oh, yeah. Um, it's the big fat CD case. Yep, big fat one. I can't believe that those used to exist.
0: I know. Especially because they weren't like even at the time that they existed, they mm. weren't necessary.
1: No, you can you could put... fit
0: two CDs in a normal size jewel case.
1: Yeah. Kind of no problem. Yeah. Especially if, like Weezer, there are no fucking liner notes in the thing.
0: Yeah.
1: <sighs>
0: so that was a waste of plastic. Hmm. Um. Anyways, so we kind of have hazardly just categorized these songs into dusty Look, gems. It's and It's mostly raw nuggets.
1: it's mostly gems. A, a few no, it's mostly nuggets. It's mostly nuggets. It's
0: mostly live. It's mostly live and demo stuff. Half.
1: Here's the thing, Jen. Yes, Patrick. Are you ever sitting around and you're like, I need to listen to this collection of rarities and B-sides? Um. Is that ever a thing that you're like? Because I know for me, I'm like, oh, I want to listen to Blue. And then I do that. And occasionally I'm like, that could be supplemented with a Suzanne and a Jamie. or.
0: Yeah, I think that I've never had an urge to just sit down and listen to them. But I feel like if the circumstances were right and I was like I had already listened to all of the stuff, all of the Weezer stuff that I truly desire to listen to at the moment, I'd listen to that.
1: See, to me, that makes it like a uh, like an academic interest, you know, like yeah.
0: I'm just cu- like I'm curious about it. And curious. yeah, for sure. I'm I really it's. Fun for me to be able to identify when a version of a song isn't the version that I'm used to. Right. I w- had this moment a couple months ago where I was in this stupid little boutique on Abbott Kinney mm-hmm. in Venice, yep. with like a friend of mine who was like really shopping, and I was just like accompanying her uh, on her. And that's day. and that's
1: a totally enjoyable place to be. That person,
0: right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and this this version of Alt J's Tessellate came on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this, I like asked the girl running the store, I was like, is this a cover? Because it just didn't sound right. <laughs> and she was like, no, I'm a big fan of Alt-J. J. I, kn- I I was in Venice. <laughs> and I was, she was like, I'm a big fan of Alt-J. I know that this is Alt-J. And I was like, could you, sorry, could you just look this up for me? And she looked it up and it was a it was a non-studio album recording of it. There you so go. So it was, I was right in that it was not. I mean, she was right in that it was, was not Alt-J, but she was very impressed by the fact that I realized (laughs) that it was not the studio recording of Tessellate. Anyways, that that, was just me tooting my own horn (laughs) about being right.
1: Is that a uh, stereotype about um, Venice that I don't know? What? (laughs) That they all listen to Alt-J?
0: I just feel like... Or are we just
1: going like... Uh, Venice Beach to Dirty Hipsters to Alt J, yeah, what we're doing. That's, okay. that's pretty
0: much it. That's I'm, where we're going. But yeah, I I think it's it's fun and interesting to listen to different different versions of songs that you know and love, especially ones like like the Blue album, which are so I feel like at this point deeply ingrained within my being that like right. it's I almost don't need to listen to the album anymore. Yeah, because I could just play it in my head.
1: It's like uh, the the songs on Blue are like Christmas songs mm-hmm. or like Disney songs. Yeah. Where you're like, I don't have to think about knowing this. I just know it.
0: Right. Absolutely.
1: Um, so, yeah. You know, if someone were to put out an album of live and acoustic recordings of The Lion King. Yeah, I'd listen to them. I'd listen to them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes, it sometimes I listen to... The Broadway version, if I get sick of the other
1: ones. Is that, uh, is that enough different for you? The Broadway um, version?
0: Well, it has some different songs, but yeah, I'd yeah, say yeah. the I'd say the familiar songs are different enough that it's interesting to Yeah, like remember. Circle
1: of Life has definitely a different yeah. like feel to it mm-hmm. on the Broadway. 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 Yeah. Broadway. 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 Broadway maybe i'm artificially lumping music into two different categories one where like i'm listening to it because it's interesting and another where i'm listening to it because it's like an elemental thing and i want to like experience the power of these recordings and yeah. this music and i don't feel like uh dusty gems and raw nuggets hits that
0: right it's in the first category cause yeah because it's an interesting thing if i'm like going to the elements i'm gonna listen to the i'm just gonna listen to Blue.
1: Uh, Do you just want to jump into... Let's just jump into make-believe. Guys, look.
0: We spent a whole episode on the kitchen tapes, didn't we? Uh, Half an
1: episode. I I mean, we talked for two hours about kitchen tapes yeah. and blue so
0: so we probably don't need to jump back into um, that full force hey
1: if you want to listen to us talk about them just go back to episode go back to
0: episode one yeah, and episode you will one, have man. a lot of good t- i have to stop eating these cookies <laughs> Sorry,
1: jen made cookies and so we're just sort of helping ourselves to them uh as we go um
0: patrick's making sculptures i'm making a cookie sculpture
1: it looks a little bit if i remove this piece like there are uh two sharks Two cookie sharks swimming in, in a cookie, a cookie ocean. ocean. Right. Yeah, I see
0: that.
1: So challenge to the listeners: uh, find a cookie and make it look like two cookie sharks swimming in a cookie <laughs> ocean, and send us a picture.
0: How you're gonna send it to us? I oh, don't yeah. know. Who
1: knows? Hey, maybe are we putting this up on like a Tumblr or something?
0: Yeah, we could S- do that.
1: Yeah, do it that way. Throw it out there, anyways. Or just put it out into the world. Yeah. I've just given you an idea. Cookie sharks. Just. Just do it.
0: Just make the world a brighter place.
1: Hashtag cookie sharks.
0: <laughs> yes. Perfect. <laughs> Great. I'm gonna be checking that hashtag every day.
1: Jen, what are your memories about the release of Make Believe?
0: My memories about the release are make of Make Believe.
1: Is it May or March of 2004? May. May it's of May 2004. 10th, okay.
0: 2005. Is that true? Jesus. That is true. Okay. Um, I know that because I turned 15. On April 30th, 2005. Uh huh. Um, and I was very excited to receive Make Believe as a birthday present. Um, I knew somebody was going to get it for me, but I didn't know who. It ended up being my friend Brenna, mm-hmm. who was actually the friend who very originally. Uh, let me listen to her copy of the blue album and then convince me to buy my own album.
1: Oh, so she got you into she it. She got me
0: into Weezer and then she purchased me make believe on my 15th birthday. Um, and I believe I had my party. I, I definitely had my party after, after um, the day, after May 10th or on May. T- like I got that. I got the record at my party.
1: I mean, presumably May 10th would have been a Tuesday. Okay. Cause that's when records come out. So
0: then I probably had my birthday party the weekend after.
1: Right. Unless (laughs) it was kind
0: of a long way from my birthday. It's two whole weeks. Maybe it was a busy time. Yeah. Anyway, another thing that happened at this birthday party is my friends and I decided to, uh, film a horror movie and it was really stupid and really fun. We, Uh, we hung my friend Katie in the doorway. She died.
1: Where can we find copies of this movie?
0: I, actually don't know. I think my, I think who had it? I feel like my friend Andrea Rock, who I have lost touch with. Mm -hmm. I feel like she had the copy of it. Or maybe Nicole. Nicole Thomas might have had it, too. So, hey, Andrea and Nicole, if you guys are listening to this podcast for some insane reason, I haven't spoken to either of you in about
1: eight years. No, let's dial that back. Andrea and... Sorry, what was the name of the other one? (laughs) Nicole. Andrea and Nicole, you are definitely listening to this podcast. You definitely know where copies of this movie can be found. Please let us know. Tweet with the hashtag cookie shark, or we'll yeah, find
0: tweet it. with the hashtag cookie shark, or just like shoot me a Facebook message. I'm friends with you both still on Facebook, just not in real life anymore. I'm really sorry. It's, I miss you. Uh, we were really good, really good friends. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> Anyways, you were at my 15th birthday party, anyway, which is also where I got the album Make Believe. Um, and let's talk about that now. <laughs>
1: Uh, about the album itself? Yeah. Well, hold on. Because while you were 15, um, I was in college. Yeah.
0: You okay? Were,
1: this was my junior means year. that you were 22? Mm-hmm,
0: 23?
1: Something along those lines. Um, so That's I, a big difference. <laughs> yeah, It's a it, huge difference. Guys, yeah. it doesn't
0: feel like we're that much different in age now, right? No,
1: not really. I mean, maybe it does sound that way right. from listening to but several hours because, of us chatting.
0: That's just because we're specifically talking about things that are time, ty- like have a set time mm-hmm. that they existed, and a set time in the past when I was still a little when we teenager.
1: were wildly different ages. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Any, Everything
0: any, will be all right in the end. We'll be different
1: because we'll both be grown as adults. Yes. In any event, we're, we're both grown-ass adults now, is right. what we're saying. Look. Yeah. So I'm in college, right? Yes. Yeah. Set the scene for you. Yeah. I'm on my computer one evening, uh, probably early May, late April. Okay. And my friend Paul's little brother. Okay. I am What's me,
0: What's Paul's little brother's name?
1: His name is Will. Hi, Will. Will okay. Solomon. Got it. Um... And Will IMs me and is like, hey, you're you're into Weezer, right? And I was like, sure. I was, you know, was definitely. But, but
0: the, were you downplaying it to be cool?
1: No, I think, uh, I remember, at the time, I didn't really um, latch on to Maladroit. Right. So, um, you know, for me, I was a little bit like, oh, you know, Weezer's not the band that I thought they were. Um, I, I was a little bit in that mindset already.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So that's probably why I was like, yeah, I guess them was fine.
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, I like, like their early yeah, stuff, I mean, like I, like I didn't really love the last I album.
1: I mean, like I liked them before they were cool. <laughs> Which is definitely not the case. I did not like them until well after they were cool. Right. Um, but Will had gotten his grubby little teenage hands on a uh, bootleg
0: Ooh.
1: Of, of make-believe. And he was like, Well, I got the new Weezer record. And I said, Shut up. No, you don't.
0: And he said.
1: And he said, Here, let me send it to you.
0: And you said.
1: I forget, but. Okay. (laughs) I forget, but he sent it to me. (laughs) Um, And Will uh, was of the opinion at the time that it was like old Weezer coming back. This to him was old Weezer back again. Aww. Um, And hey, look, you know. That's a sweet. It's a a sweet perspective. Uh, I sort of see where he's coming from, um, but I feel like this is the last time until everything will be all right in the end where anyone would even try to make that claim. Possibly made, yeah. Um, Because Red and Ratitude and Hurley are all so different from what Weezer was back in the 90s.
0: But Make Believe has a subtle hearkening.
1: yeah, I, well, for to, to my ears, there are like three different sounds on Make Believe. Mm-hmm. Um, the one sound is the sort of like, uh, kind of rappy, like modern Weezer sound that like, the one characterized by uh, Beverly Hills and We Are All on Drugs. Yeah. Um, there's um, the sort of Cure like. Um, like synthesizers and like palm muted guitar kind yeah. of stuff. Um, and then there's like the sort of classic Weezer sound. And I do think the classic yeah, Weezer sound definitely. is on make-believe.
0: Perfect situation. Pardon me.
1: Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Um, but there's also that that other stuff, which can it's feel not damn. like Weezer and can feel bad.
0: It can feel bad. Also, sometimes if you listen to this objectively, the stuff that doesn't necessarily feel like Weezer, it's not necessarily bad
1: bad uh, me- are you referring to a specific song right now or something
0: um I have these like weird affection for a few songs that I don't think sound particularly weezer that if like you're putting them up next to like any really any song from Pinkerton <laughs> or Blue then it's like what are you these are not the same band what are you talking about and they're shitty as fuck but like <laughs> wow. i kind of like them they're shitty as fuck i kind fuck. of like them like objectively a little bit like
1: sure if you take them out of the right. uh, like context of Weezer's catalog sometimes
0: i want to hear freak me out sometimes i'm like this is just a weird cool song and i want to listen to it even though it's like it makes no sense that
1: Freak Me Out is totally
0: fucking spider. I can't.
1: I mean, is do you it not though? Believe that what do you I, think I don't know that? if I do believe it? This is actually this is the this casual is the racism <laughs> conversation. Yeah. Um,
0: oh, you think it's about a black person?
1: I think it's about or a person of, of color. Yes. Uh, or it, really it could right. either be about a, a person of color or a man and a woman. Um,
0: see, that's what I thought initially, but mm-hmm. then I heard it was
1: about a spider. And I heard that. I
0: liked that. <laughs>
1: and, and, and I like that too. I
0: love the image in my head. I love the image of Rivers Cuomo seeing a spider on the wall and being like, Whoa,
1: Whoa. dude, I You're gotta write a peculiar. song
0: about this.
1: um, If it is, in fact, about a spider,
0: um,
1: then he humanizes the spider an awful lot.
0: He sure does. But that's not the first time he's humanized a a non-human object.
1: Okay, but here we go. This is maybe you uh, willfully ignoring stuff because the other example is in Butterfly. Which is obviously about a woman and not about a butterfly. So this is obviously about a human being and not a spider.
0: But this one's written like it's a human being. It's only... Yeah. In, like... It's
1: it's only in whatever interview that is. Yeah,
0: whatever interview it is that it's a spider. So, I don't know. It's up to you, listeners.
1: Here's the... Well, no, I want to keep talking (laughs) about it. It's up to Patrick, apparently. Uh, I want to keep talking about it until I'm right. Um... The, there's the the lyric, um, "Did I hurt you? Are you okay? Can I buy you a beer or a, a drink? drink? A drink." Um, that okay if that's if we're applying that to a spider. It's hilarious. It's
0: so funny. See, this is this is a very different reason why I'm in denial about this song, as opposed to Butterfly. Butterfly it was like a much deeper thing. This is just like a. It's fucking hysterical to imagine Rivers Cuomo speaking to a spider like this.
1: Right, but that I mean that betrays uh, what sounds like an awful lot of sincerity in the song and in the lyrics. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Yeah, I don't but know But also,
0: I don't think Rivers is the most sincere person That's true So, I don't know that that sincerity Well, I feel like it's possible that he's Maybe subconsciously writing about something else mm-hmm. But he says it's a spider to undercut the sincerity
1: Yeah, or, or because he wants the song to be able to speak for itself Yeah You know, that like Because um, all of it is like You know, I feel bad that you scare me, but you scare me Yeah Yeah um,
0: I guess it could be about
1: racism. It could be about racism. It could be about sexism or it could be about a spider. Um, We
0: all know what my vote is.
1: Your vote is on spider. (laughs) I mean, but uh, even, even if, even if we want to take him at his word and it is about a spider, um, I think it's fine to say that it's about being afraid of something that you realize you shouldn't be afraid of. It can't hurt you. Right. Even if it could hurt you, right. like a spider could, it's,
0: not, it's probably not going. Depending
1: hurt you. on the kind of spider, it could bite you, and, and you could die, or you could get radioactive spider powers.
0: But that's a good ending.
1: It's not a good ending because then that guy that you let get away from the place that he was robbing ends up killing your uncle Ben.
0: Oh yeah! Don't
1: you know anything about Spider Man?
0: I know a tiny bit about but Sp- w- I've watched the movies. Patrick's going to
1: punch me in a second. I'm not going to punch you. I, didn't we see the most recent Spider-Man together?
0: Yeah, we did. and It was really enjoyable.
1: I hated that movie. Yeah, but it
0: was fun to watch. We just made fun of it the whole time.
1: Remember? <laughs> uh, yeah, but we were also with a few people that were, we're not We're not making fun of were it. We're not down with making fun no. of it. No.
0: So. But we had a good time. I had a Maybe I should speak for myself. I, I, I had a good time. <laughs> I had a great time hanging out with my friend Patrick and watching a stupid movie about a man who has spider powers.
1: Yep, and that movie is called Spider
0: Powers. (laughs) Yep.
1: Uh, Okay, well, let's... uh, Look, we jumped right to the end of the album. We
0: really did. Freak Me Out is number 11 out of 12 tracks. uh,
1: But as long as we're on Freak Me Out, we can go back to the beginning um, after this, but... uh, I, you mentioned that it doesn't sound like a Weezer song to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a totally legit observation. I love the texture on it.
0: Yeah, it's so, like, just chill,
1: man. Well, and it's not, it's not even chill in, like, a, a, a normal kind of way. Like, it starts with just this, like, hi hat kind of thing, and then, um, They're like long sustained tones and then it sounds like just, uh, you know, quick little harmonics. Mm -hmm. Um, let's just listen to the beginning of it. It's so good. interesting like how little there is sonically to this song yeah
0: um, it's really
1: simple yeah, um, it made me as a songwriter more comfortable you with less I don't know it's a nice like simple melody too
0: yeah it's just like an it's an easy song to listen to
1: I will agree with that 100%.
0: Good. Let's finally, we agree on something.
1: Finally. <laughs> now, let's do the opposite of uh, easy to listen to. Ugh. And let's go back to the top of the record here. <laughs> listen, we're going to have to talk about Beverly I know, Hills. I I
0: don't want to. I don't want to. So in bad. detail. We're
1: going to have to talk about it in <laughs> detail. This was the like the lead single.
0: This song makes me change the radio still. Does it really? Yeah.
1: Um. Are there any parts of... Uh, Beverly Hills that you like? I'm referring now to the song and not the area of Beverly Hills.
0: <laughs> Good, because I was about to take it to the area of Beverly Hills, and there are plenty of places in Beverly Hills that I don't like, and there's a couple places that I do. Anyways, of the song, let me think about it for a second.
1: Let's let let's do some highlights. Nope, I
0: don't like any of it. You, uh, I, don't, I don't think I like any of it. How I, how it's also been a really long time uh, since I've listened wow, to
1: the wow, whole... Wow, 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 wow.
0: That's not the worst thing, <laughs> but it's absolutely not worth getting through the other parts of the song to get there. Mm. I remember hearing this as a single on the radio, yeah, before the album came out, and I remember like listening to it with a very open because I liked uh, Green Album and Maladroy at the time. Like I, I was very mm. like I was still totally on board with Weezer at the time. I was like so excited for this new album to come out. And I remember objectively listening to Beverly Hills a few times and being like, okay. And then the more I listened to it, the more I was like, Oh dear God.
1: (laughs) Oh dear God. I don't like this this thing that I like. This
0: indicative to the rest of the album. I, what? And then it like, thank God it wasn't for the most part, but like, Oh my God, I hate this song. (laughs)
1: Um, it is, uh, uh, lyrically so tough. Like
0: it is everything it's
1: so, so dumb, lyrically it's
0: stupid. And it's also like, okay, so I had a job in Beverly Hills w- right when I started living in LA mm-hmm. and I was not the biggest fan of this job that I had. Um, and so I would be sitting in my office, like with either my iTunes on or the radio or whatever, and that song would come on and I'd get even angrier at it (laughs) because I was sitting in Beverly Hills and I was like, I don't want to be here.
1: (laughs) It's also so weird because like, it sounds like it's an aspirational song, like a little bit of a sarcastic aspirational song, Mm -hmm. but like, you know, that's where I want to be. Um, and like so much of the lyrical content is about like wanting to belong there, but not, um, not actually belonging in Beverly Hills. Right, it's something that you're born into, and I just don't belong. Yeah, um, I'll cool. quote lyrics from the song to you. Um, you know how much I love it. <laughs> I do know how much you love it.
0: <laughs> I'm making true. a lot of really ugly faces over here.
1: <laughs> it's I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> But it's true.
0: I've got like grumpy cat face right now. It's Ugh, true. Why did I say that?
1: Uh, well, because
0: <laughs> this <laughs> song brings out the worst in me.
1: Right. It makes her refer to dumb cat memes on the internet.
0: Ugh. Ugh. Um, what are your feelings? <laughs> what are your feelings on the song? You started. You had a phrase going, and then I cut you off. Oh, well, with okay. My grumps. <clears throat> I, uh... It's very aspirational. Even if it is sarcastically aspirational,
1: right? Well, and I mean, I I, I don't love this song. Um, I don't think I have quite the disdain for it that you do. Um, I I like the uh, the little sample of the gimme gimme. Like, I think that's really funny. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I know
0: what you're talking
1: about. <laughs> yes, I know what you're talking about. No, I about. get it. <laughs> um, but it's cert- uh, the, the the thing that's such a... Th- this is one of their biggest hits, right? Yeah. One of them.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, like I said, this one is still regularly played on the radio. Yeah. You know, what is it? Almost 10 years later.
1: Also, that's crazy, right? Yeah, that's... This This record's basically it's 10 years old. been almost
0: 10 years since I made that stupid horror film.
1: Ugh, here's something to consider. What? So, you know, a couple months before this, this record came out, I was buying my 10th anniversary issue of, or 10th anniversary reissue of Blue.
0: It's been almost 20 years.
1: It's been almost 20 years since Blue, but it means hey, that...
0: Blue came out in 94. Yeah. So it's been 20 years since Blue.
1: Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah, fuck, man, indeed. But it means that we. I was. The place that I was in with Blue in 2004 is, you know, like I have basically the same relationship to make believe, you know, now. It'll I be so, 10 yeah. years later. Um,
0: I mean, theoretically.
1: Theoretically. Obviously, one of them means the world to me, and the other one I'm it's pretty okay <laughs> on. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but. Beverly Hills is also a catchy enough thing, a catchy enough tune that like, if we're going to Beverly Hills I have to fight the urge to sing, that's where I want to be exactly
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess
1: no matter what, I think it's fair to say it makes a bad first impression
0: oh, so bad. <laughs> anyways but I, what?
1: we don't sit in that first impression.
0: We don't. Because I actually would say that Perfect Situation, which is track two, mm-hmm. is one of my favorite songs on the album. Uh,
1: can can we go back to my ridiculous theory about this record that there are three types of sounds on yes. it? Yes. Um, so that first song is obviously that first Blech. type of sound.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that sort of uh, like beat driven uh, poser bullshit.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow,
1: poser bullshit. With we
0: are all on drugs, and this is such a pity.
1: Yes, well, no, no, no. Maybe
0: not. This is such a pity.
1: This is such a pity. I feel like belongs to the the Cure ish. Um, oh, yeah, kind of sound. Mm-hmm. And then Perfect Situation uh, falls into the just straight up Weezer.
0: Yeah, it sounds like Weezer. Perfect Situation does.
1: Absolutely. Um, one of the things that's interesting about uh, Perfect Situation to me is it starts off with a guitar solo, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it just, for all the, like, bullshit that Beverly Hills is, it's just like, It's like, nope. oh, by
0: the way, we are here. <laughs> uh, yes,
1: yes. Uh, in case you didn't realize, we are. Sorry, fact, we had here. to
0: put out that last one because, It'll like, be people single. really liked it. But like, mm-hmm. this, wait, uh, but I do have something to say about the, because uh, they did put out Perfect Situation as a single also.
1: Uh, later, though, right? It's like the third? Yes. Third single?
0: Um, And they they did a radio edit of it.
1: Fuck you, I didn't even know that.
0: Uh, you're gonna wish I never told you. <laughs>
1: oh, what's it sound like?
0: Um, it sounds it's all the same. Like it's totally fine up until the very end when they decided. I somebody I don't know who it is, and I don't know why it happened. But somebody decided that the title of the song was not in the song enough for it to be indicative that that is its title. So in the outro, they decided. Okay. To add in, uh, just like, repeating perfect situation over and over again in the outro, and it's terrible. That the, is, the rest of the song is totally fine and totally the way it's supposed to be. This is something that I found when I was when I was initially doing research for this podcast. I was like, "What is this radio edit? of perfect situation?" And then I listened to it, and I was like, "Oh God, I wish I'd never heard that."
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's it's really bad. But I, which is funny because like I do really like the song.
1: That is interesting. Yeah. I did I, I did not know that. That's uh, sort of horrifying.
0: It's real. I wanna I kind of want to find it and play it. Um, uh, well, I don't
1: have that capability. I don't know that I have that capability either. Let's listen to a little bit just of the beginning of it. Yeah, um, that's fine. Because that
0: you guys can look up that radio edit on your own time, or Flash, just wait we can look it up during the break.
1: We can also look for it, uh, or not look for it, but just turn on the radio and wait for it to.
0: It doesn't really play on the radio
1: anymore. What do you mean? I, okay, let's. I think the they. I
0: think they abandoned the radio edit because it was so bad. Hmm. that outro it was astonishingly bad like I I listened to it and I was like why would you ruin a perfectly good song with that
1: why would you ruin a perfect situation
0: (laughs) well done if you look at the
1: uh the lyrics as they're listed on Weezerpedia um it's exactly what I expect them to be and then at the end uh it just in parentheses says perfect situation
0: (laughs) yeah yeah see that's a thing
1: um, this, uh, here, well, let's listen to a little bit of it and then we'll talk, uh, more about this, the song. Okay. I love how patient it is at getting to that verse, like...
0: So good.
1: What's the deal with my brain? Why am I so obviously insane in a perfect situation? I like that piano.
0: Yeah, I feel like that solo just like it gets you on board with the song for sure. Like whether or not the song like objectively is good after, which I think it is. I still enjoy yeah. it. But like, that's the way you get somebody to like, be like, okay, I'm going to keep listening to
1: this. <laughs> well, and for the most part, it's the, it's the chorus material. You don't get the, the O's. Yeah. Uh, which uh, this is one of those choruses that has no lyrics. It's just singing. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, that it's it's this exact same accompanying material, the same like textures and the same chords mm-hmm. as the chorus is. Um, so you know, after you hear the song once or twice or whatever, and you've got that feeling of the chorus, yeah. which is going to be like the most excited you're going to be about a song, um, and then you get to hear it at the beginning plus a rock and guitar solo. Yeah, I, it just it's like it's such a good way for the song to start, and, and um, frequently is how I start the record. Yeah. Because you know, you're a smart person. Because I'm, I'm not an idiot. You're not an idiot. You right. don't
0: listen to... Anyways.
1: <laughs> if I if I put on make-believe and start with Beverly Hills, there's a good chance I'm done listening <laughs> to, to make-believe.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised that I have not deleted Beverly Hills from my iTunes yet.
1: But then it would be incomplete.
0: I know. That's why.
1: Yeah. There's a little completion. Even though there. I
0: never want to listen to it, I can't break up an album like that. <laughs> um, it's, it's wrong. I will say the thing about the O's, which I think is something that um, Weezer really fell into repetitive uh, choruses, which are not like really that much of a thing in their earlier songs. I mean, they are in some, like I guess in the no, Garage has a chorus that repeats and like well, uh, they all have choruses
1: work, that repeat, but, but, but
0: it in the their later stuff, it just feels like. It relies too much on the repetitive chorus. Sure. And I really like in perfect situation that it's not. It's I like that it's not a lyrical chorus. I like that it's just the O's.
1: And I think that's actually um, one of the things that's kind of con- if if not consistent, it pops up a couple times on this record that um, they abandon lyrics for. Um, for a chorus, or go super simple, like on "Hold Me." Yeah, um, but we'll get to "Hold Me" in a little bit. Yeah, um, but yeah, that there's uh, a less. I mean, there's almost a there's almost a dichotomy on the record of like songs that are like the 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 lyrics are um, the hook of the chorus, like "Beverly Hills," like uh, "We Are All on Drugs," mm-hmm. right? Um, and See then my there. Best yeah, mm-hmm, my best friend. Um, and Haunt You Every Day, I guess, also falls under that.
0: <coughs> really, most of the songs on I, this album.
1: Well, I don't know. Because like a, uh, a Perfect Situation doesn't really have lyrics to its chorus. Um, uh, Peace doesn't really Peace have... uh does not, yeah. Uh, so it's interesting. It, it's, part it's of Me doesn't either. Yeah. Um, yeah, Part of Me really doesn't. And I, it's hard to uh, like freak me out. Like, does have a chorus, but that's not what's fun about the song. No, You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But in any event, uh, Perfect Situation is a tune that I I, I dig, and I wish the record just started that way.
0: Yeah, and I also feel like right now, at this very second, I would be happy (laughs) to listen to the rest of it, which is absolutely not (laughs) the case with Beverly Hills, where I would throw my computer out the window, which would be bad.
1: It's uh yeah, when thing. when the guitar solo comes back, it's nice too. Yeah, right? I
0: love the I love the end of the song, which I think is part of the reason why. Uh,
1: oh, why the radio why edit? The, that that, that one so much?
0: remix radio edit thing they did really drove me nuts.
1: Um, so I think the uh, the guitar solo comes back, in, we may stab around a little bit here, but uh, let's uh, listen to a little bit because uh, there's a guitar solo in the middle, and then like the way the song ends, we'll listen yeah. to both of those. Cool. Let's just stop it there for a second. So, first of all, that's the second guitar solo we've gotten, right?
0: I love River's guitar solos.
1: <laughs> yeah, me too. I really do. They feel warm, don't they?
0: They make you happy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, can we skip ahead just a little bit to like yeah, the end? And let's do it. Um, the last like, 30 seconds or so. It just ended with the guitar, like, tracing the vocal line. So
0: this is the part where It's so bad.
1: Sounds terrible.
0: The very Weezer ending with that one guitar just wavering. Yeah, with the sustained. Yeah. Yeah. And that is something that came back recently and everything will be all right in the end, but we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> a
1: lot of teasers in this episode. <laughs> a, lot, well, a lot of teasers. Well, I feel
0: like we find, I've at least I've like really started to appreciate that album, the new album more and listen to it more and have more opinions on it. than. anyways.
1: Yeah. Great. Um, um, so let's, uh, let's move on to the next track. This is such a pity, which I do feel like falls into this other category that I was referring to that I don't know that we hear anywhere else really in, in the Weezer catalog.
0: No, this is, yeah, this is an interesting song. And I remember when I first got this record, I was talking to Brenna about this track and she was like, this just feels like weird eighties hair metal.
1: Yeah. Which, uh, yeah. Yeah. that's.
0: So I I didn't want to like take the credit for that observation because it was Brenna who made it. Um, But I believe she was right in that.
1: Um, do we want to listen to you a little bit at the beginning? The sure. beginning is where it's kind of at its most. Yeah. Uh, ADZ. Nah,
0: nah,
1: nah, nah. <laughs> yeah. Um It's also, it's such a shitty, uh, like, synth string sound. Yeah. Um, which would be so much worse if they were trying to pass it off as strings. But obviously, yeah. you know, it's supposed to be synthy. Um, but let's just listen to a little bit here. Yeah, they're. How did things get so bad? Get so bad? <laughs> you think I'm a
0: fashion pig? Yeah. Sorry, that's later in the song. <laughs> yeah, so <clears throat> the lyrics in this are just—they're goofy. They're—they're
1: they're real goofy. Um, I don't know. I—I uh, I, I was singing along to this song on uh, the car ride over here. Yeah. Um,
0: it's like—it's a fun song, I would say.
1: Yeah, and has um... it
0: makes fun of itself? I feel like
1: you think so. Do you yeah. think that? Uh, it, I, I guess I can sort of hear that in the at the end of the chorus where there's that like high falsetto that. This
0: is a. Thing. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. It just feels like a like. I mean, it's a real song and it's a fun song or whatever, but it just feels like a joke to me. Like they're like, it feels like they're making fun of, of like, eighties hair metal. <laughs>
1: What's interesting is, uh, excuse me, uh, they might be, they might be making fun of 80s hair metal and sort of making fun of themselves. I feel like so much of, uh, being okay with Weezer post, you know, from here to the end, um, is allowing, uh, rivers, a certain amount of like benefit of the doubt Yeah, where you're like, okay, I know what you're doing. Like, I get what you're you're doing. doing here. I get that this is sort of a joke, um, it's, it's back to that irony that we were talking, uh, that we had been talking about. Uh, probably that we're always talking about. Um, in some way or another. In some way or another. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's uh, nothing in this tune other than, like, the, the weird synthy thing that really makes it jump out to me. No,
0: yeah, it's just like a goofy, weird thing.
1: Hey, it's just like a goofy, weird thing.
0: That's my insight. Take it or
1: leave it. Jen, yeah, that's a great insight. Yeah. I want to talk about Hold Me, unless you have more to say about Such a Pity. I'd love to talk pity. about Hold Me. Um, Hold Me is one of my favorite songs on this record.
0: Same. Oh, I would yeah, all right. it is.
1: I was I, gearing up for a fight. Were you? <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> no, I, I really like Hold Me. I remember I was I listened to this album a lot when my, uh, family, my grandparents, my cousin, and I went to the Canadian Rockies on like a trip when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a very stressful time. Like it was fun. We had a good time. Um, hi grandma and grandpa. What
1: What happened? Your <laughs> grandma just, and grandpa, by the way, are definitely listening <laughs> to
0: this. 100% listening. And
1: they this. have pictures from your trip and they
0: have, pictures. and they from should tweet trip. them
1: out with and hashtag should, cookie shark, <laughs>
0: cookie shark. Which, By the way, Patrick ate his cookie. I sharks, ate my
1: cookie shark. I apologize. So They're
0: no longer existing. Um, anyways, but I remember, uh, like this album specifically hold me because of its like hugeness, um, in yeah. my opinion, was like the perfect thing for teenage angst Jen to be like, "Why am I on this trip right now?" <laughs> like,
1: well, and that's like
0: to feel feelings.
1: Yes, yeah, and this is a very like I feel feelings song. Yeah, um, in a lot of ways, uh, you know, one like you say it's huge, um, but the the first verse is about as quiet as freak me out yeah um
0: i love the way the song builds
1: well it doesn't even build so it much like as it, ex- it just explodes yeah. yeah um and so those moments that are supposed to feel like the huge you know moments of expression yeah. feel so much bigger because <laughs> jenna's just dropping cookies all over herself and it's just <laughs> it's just distracting i'm sorry but the choruses sound so big because everything else is so small. Yeah. Um, the but,
0: contrast is amazing.
1: Yeah, uh, and it's it's also amazing how um, simple and kind of dumb the lyrics are. Yeah. Um, like they're, I, I'm, I'm. This is me giving Rivers the benefit of the doubt, but they sound intentionally um, like inarticulate. Yeah. You know, like. Oh, man, what what are the? I I, I want to look them up to, you to are get them. Terrified of all things, frightened of the dark. You are. Yeah, like the, there are a lot of uh, lyrics that you are s- that start stronger
0: than a mountain, deeper than the sea. You are. Or, or as like, I am.
1: I was closer so to we're. you back then. I was happier. I was.
0: Yeah, I like, think that uh, that's intentional. Yeah, it's, it's gotta be. That's, it's it's I so
1: halting and so. weird that like it's just it's starting to express something and then being like nope i can't do it
0: which is something i'm talking about my mouth full of cookie now
1: that's great put the I fucking a, put the fucking cookie down
0: i took a took a bite and had a thought <laughs> um which then i lost great no the, the, oh no, no no i remembered it please. okay this takes me back to like
1: don't put um, more cookie in your mouth jen don't you put more fucking cookie in your mouth
0: <laughs> i'm gonna chew and swallow and so that's why you should never put cookies out when you're <laughs> recording a podcast. Anyways, this uh, the that takes me back, like, the lyrical style of Hold Me takes me back to, like, some of his the other songs, like, from earlier, where he, where they, like, blatantly, contra- the lyrics blatantly contradict themselves, like, what is it, in um, Fallen For You, mm-hmm. when he says, uh, like, I feel like I probably brought this up at the time.
1: I think that's yeah, um, probably true.
0: But uh, when he said, what were the, um, uh, I'm the lucky one or no, you're uh, the lucky one. No, no I, I'm it, the it lucky feels one. Like, Yeah. It feels like he's intentionally taking it back and like, he's like grappling with something in this
1: stupid song. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, there's almost a stream of consciousness mm-hmm. approach, to which that,
0: I love it when he does that.
1: Yeah, me too. I, I think it's, um, it's, it's weird that like the less polished lyrics end up feeling more personal. Um, because you can like sort of hear the mistakes in the logic, yeah. You know,
0: and there's so much less posery.
1: There's so much less posery. Poser bullshit.
0: Poser shoes.
1: So much less poser bullshit. Um, <clears throat> and I also just I, I love the simplicity of the lyrics of the chorus. Hold me, hold me, take me with you because I'm lonely. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so nice. It's uh, really
0: funny that you thought I was going to fight you on this one. What did? What have, have you heard? Other people. Yeah, I've, down, I've, me a
1: bunch? yeah I've, I've heard other people say that it's stupid, which is exactly what I'm saying. But I'm but listening. You love it. it. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm saying I love it as a sincere, <laughs> stupid expression of like yeah. frustrated emotion. Yeah, um, which it totally is to me, um, and especially because uh, for me, singing along um, like the the chorus that hold me. And then even just a little bit more on the take me with you because uh, I'm lonely. It's just a little bit higher. Is that like the top of my range, right? Like when I sing along, it's me shouting at the t- at the top of my range.
0: There's no way to sing along with the song without just fucking shouting.
1: Right. And I was doing this in the car on the way down here, just driving down Wilton, you know, screaming, take me with you because I'm lonely and feeling great. You yeah. know, just feeling like I had it's all the emotions. such a
0: catharsis.
1: Mm-hmm it's a super good experience yeah. and i like the song a lot mm-hmm. um i wanted to i i made a mental note that i wanted to skip ahead to um two minutes and 30 seconds into this i don't remember why Ooh,
0: this will be fun
1: it will be fun uh so let's let's see why that chorus extension into this solo. Okay, and it goes through another chorus there, which is great because it manages to stay up. You know, mm-hmm. like, the uh, the energy of the song is, you know, down and up and down and up.
0: And then it's up for a while. And then it
1: stays up for such a long time that, like, you sort of forget what the down feels like. Yeah. Um, it's just such an effective emotional journey, yeah. the song. Yeah, it really <laughs> like, is. I don't want to speak about it, like, too fucking highly, but it's such it's, an effective emotional journey. It really
0: is. Um, Yeah, I, I agree with that. It's, great. It's it's a really great. Just like if you're having, if you're having like a day, and you're like, I just need to scream sing to something. Yeah, well, like feel something.
1: Yeah. Sometimes I you just know, need to.
0: You need to, if you like need to feel. like right. You just have to like.
1: If you're like sick of cutting yourself to feel something.
0: Yeah. Just like put, listen. Just put listen it on to Hold Me by hold Weezer. Make believe.
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that I was having, like, a bad day today right. or anything. I was actually having a, a very pleasant day. No, and I mean, it, you it, called you're... me and were like, hey, let's do one of these today. And I was like, this is great. Great Guys, day. Guys,
0: I didn't call. I texted. I didn't use the phone.
1: I was just using just the parlance of... Also, you used your phone, too. I did
0: use the phone. But I didn't use it as a phone. <laughs> I used it as a messaging device.
1: Look, here's the thing. Is that uh, it, it's, a, it's a powerful enough, like, emotional thing... That I was able to like channel whatever yeah, anxiety from the rest it. of the week or the month or the holidays. They're hard on everyone.
0: Holidays are tough, guys. Mm-hmm.
1: It is December the 13th as we're recording this. Sure is. Uh, 12, 13, 14.
0: Yeah. Uh. It's always, for the rest of the day, it's going to make me sad because I had the, we had this discussion already. But for the rest of my life, probably, there's never going to be.
1: We're never going to get those consecutive numbered dates. Yeah. Again until January 2nd of 2103.
0: 2103, yeah. Which is a very long time from now. Right. We will probably be dead.
1: Right. I think we said that I was that I would be 111 at that point.
0: Yeah, and I would be 103. 103. Yeah. No. Oh, no. That's not right.
1: Oh, no, you'll be I'll 113, 113 13, which makes you 121. 121,
0: which has any human lived to 121 yet?
1: No. No. I mean, so, I don't think so.
0: I don't think so either. And a couple have lived older than 113, but only to like, I think 114. Maybe 117 is the oldest. I'd have to look it up.
1: Well, look, I think you and I uh, should take a little bit of a break before we dig yeah. into the rest of this record. During that break, we're going to do two things. One, we're going to find this awful radio edit a perfect situation. Yeah, we are. Number two, we are going to find out how old the oldest living person is so, so we'll
0: be right back with that information
1: well but wait in the meantime why don't you lock in your guesses listener how old is the oldest uh, was the oldest living person now this is remember as of December 13th 2014 2014 the year do, of our Lord do,
0: do, 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 do. <laughs>
1: Do, do, do. I like you put a little pickup note there. You're like,
0: You know me, always improvising. <laughs>
1: that's, All right. that's true. Okay, so we'll take a little break. We'll be right back with more. My name is Weezer. My
0: name is Weezer. Welcome back.
1: To- welcome back.
0: My name is Weezer. Welcome
1: back. Cool. It's <laughs> welcome back, Cotter, right? Oh yeah. What I'm doing?
0: Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, so we did look up.
1: Oh yeah, we did a little oldest, bit of research.
0: The oldest people.
1: So uh, does everyone have their guesses in for the <laughs> oldest, the oldest person ever to live?
0: All right, now. Uh,
1: lock in those guesses. Lock in those guesses. Write them on a piece of paper.
0: Um, because we are about to announce to you what mm-hmm. the oldest, how old the oldest ever human being
1: was. We'll talk more broadly about who she was. She's a French woman.
0: She's a French <laughs> Named, woman.
1: Named uh, Jean Calment. Calment? Cal-
0: probably Calmont.
1: Calmont, Because French. I don't know.
0: I don't know French at all, but that sounds right.
1: <clears throat> she died um, in August of 1997.
0: At 122 years old. So um, we also, Patrick and I also both realized that in order to make it to January 1st January 2nd. Oh, sorry, January 2nd 2103, I um, I would have to be not 103 but 102 because my birthday is in April.
1: Not true, 112. 112
0: because my birthday is yes. in April and he would have to be not 120
1: one, but 120. but
0: 120, which is totally reasonable, well, right, Totally Patrick? reasonable. Because this woman lived to be 122, except for the fact...
1: Right, well, there are a couple of facts. One, Patrick's a man. I'm a man, uh, and on the on Wikipedia's list of verified oldest people, 100 oldest, there are seven men on here. Um, so
0: those odds are not great.
1: They're terrible. Uh, but also consider that Gene uh, was an outlier... Um, that the the next oldest person was three years younger than her.
0: 119.
1: And then the number three person is 117. So even that 119 is is an outlier.
0: Now, there are a somewhat substantial amount of 116ers, right? Yeah,
1: 116 seems to be, if you're going to live an absurdly long time...
0: (laughs) That's the most realistic goal to shoot for. (laughs)
1: 116, you've got... Like, there are maybe... 30 other people that have lived 30 to be
0: other people on the whole planet mm-hmm.
1: ever, <laughs> ever, ever on the whole planet <laughs> ever.
0: Yeah. Um, so that was depressing,
1: right? I mean, um,
0: basically I could, w- I could, it's not even that huge of a stretch for me to make it to 112 based on these results. But Patrick, mean, Patrick's going to have I a disagree. tough time. <laughs> I
1: disagree. <laughs> disagree. I don't, I don't think you're going to live to 112. How old do you think I'm going to live to? Uh, Jen, this is you're- a fun game. <laughs> yeah, this is a fun game. Next, we'll do me. So I think you'll die at the ripe old age. Uh, now I
0: did drop the fact that my great grandma lived to be a month shy of a hundred.
1: Yes, uh, and I think you will die before that. I think you will die at ninety-two.
0: Okay. Fun. Well, what about me? What about me? <laughs> Ooh. Okay. This feels like a slumber party game, doesn't it? Um,
1: It does. I mean, except we would have uh, we would also know how the person dies,
0: right? And a Ouija board would be telling us all of this,
1: right? So, okay, let's let me revise my answer. You will die at the age of Uh ninety-two, eaten by a hippopotamus.
0: (laughs) I don't know why that was so funny to me, but it really was. Um, All right, Patrick. Yeah. uh, You're gonna live. Remember, I'm
1: 32 now.
0: uh, Patrick is 32 now, uh, but he keeps in good shape. He's a he's a runner, not like a competitive runner, but he's he runs. I have run in a race. He has run in a race. He's thinking about training for a
1: marathon. That's right.
0: Um, So I'd put you at 95. 95.
1: I'm gonna give you 95. Wow, you still outlive me yes right (laughs) so you you will still have to attend my funeral that's we won't be friends in 60 years that's okay
0: (laughs) i made a face like a sad baby when he said that okay no i take it back
1: 60 years from now three times the length of my current (laughs) life we'll definitely (laughs) still be friends
0: 60 years from now that's crazy Um, Oh, and and you die. I I was just about to get to that. Mm -hmm. You're gonna die. Um, 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 (laughs) you're gonna die. Like a little girl's gonna come out of a TV, like in the ring. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, (laughs) you know that that would show me because I uh, that for me that's always the part of the ring where I'm like, nope, I don't care anymore, (laughs) and where I'm not scared because like yeah. Uh, the rest of that movie I find very scary and atmospheric and for cool. For
0: me, the scariest part of that movie yeah. is the beginning. That girl in the closet.
1: Yeah, that's real scary. It is,
0: and like that movie scared me. And I was like, for years, I would run down my hallway thinking that Samara was chasing me. Um, but nothing is, scared me more than that girl in the closet, already dead.
1: <laughs> is is Samara the name of the girl? The coming little out girl
0: coming out of the TV. The TV yeah. yeah, the just, one who was trapped in
1: the well. For me, the spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert <laughs> for the, way, the ring.
0: <laughs> for the ring. So if you haven't seen it,
1: no. For for me, when the little girl crawls out of the TV, that's when I was like, "Fuck you, movie. <laughs> that is too the far. That's too thing far." Was
0: creepy. Yeah. But the TV thing was a stretch. And the the fly when the fly was on the outside of the TV, that I thought was cool. That is cool. Was yeah. foreshadowing for when the girl comes out of the TV. Yes. But also the idea. Oh God, when they find her fingernails on the wall of the well. Oh, I that's know, that that's, me out.
1: I, I've got a whole thing with nail trauma. I can't deal <laughs> with it.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not particularly keen on it either. Like,
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't really know anyone that is. Like, you know, what really gets when me you off hear nail <laughs> trauma. <laughs>
0: uh, maybe the CIA would think that though. Who knows? Maybe. Anyway.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um so I don't know
0: why I brought that there.
1: That's uh, that's fine. That's All right, fine. Let's Look, get guys- back
0: to make believe, shall we? Or did you have something else no. name you wanted to discuss?
1: Oh, well, this is back to make-believe, but so we did listen to this radio edit of Perfect Situation, and it commits two sins. Uh, The first sin is... Unforgivable sins. Unforgivable sins. They should be sent to Azkaban.
0: (laughs) That's exactly what I was going for, guys. Patrick was on my page, and it was the best.
1: (laughs) Hey, if you're ever going to Harry Potter, you know I'm happy to go there with you. Yeah! Um, so the, the, the first unforgivable curse that it committed, uh, Mm -hmm. was the perfect situation repeating over the out, which I
0: remembered. And I stated earlier in this episode, right? But I had forgotten
1: the, the O's in the chorus are the chorus has changed.
0: Chorus is fucked.
1: So it, it does the, uh, uh, it does like the, that main little melody lick um, basically three times in sequence instead of making the last one different
0: it's not an oh, oh, oh. it's yeah, an, it's, it's just another, another
1: it's it right so it goes o oh, o oh, 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 oh. which is
0: significantly worse yeah, than it, what it's supposed to do and
1: it's just dumb and i don't know like
0: like what was the purpose
1: of that well and also if there were lyrics there do you think anyone ever would have asked them to change the melody to the goddamn chorus <sighs> it's the chorus mm-hmm. you know like that it's got to be that there there are no lyrics there so someone was like well it doesn't matter what the fuck they're singing it should be something it better does. it does <clears throat> my voice went weird there for a minute um but yeah i think it's the first time i ever got angry listening to perfect situation yeah so.
0: It's an angering edit.
1: Yes, an in fact, edit. in
0: fact, I uh, ran to the bathroom really fast, and Patrick paused the song because he was like, "You <laughs> <I> have to <laughs> <I> hear <laughs> how awful yep. this thing
1: is." I didn't want to be alone in my anger. <laughs> <laughs> I needed a partner in that. <laughs> All right, um, Jen. Let's let's get back to uh, our, our working our way through the record here. Yeah, um, we we were both looking at the the track list, um, and
0: there are a few that we don't particularly uh, feel many things about.
1: Yeah. Well, and this is, yeah. 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 Well, obviously. uh, Guys,
0: guys, he's having a seizure.
1: No, it's all right.
0: What (laughs) do (laughs) I do?
1: Um, this is another one of those. And we talked about this, uh, last time with Greg, but, um, well, the, the Weezer, I feel like 10 songs is uh, a pattern that they established early on and that they adhere to for the first three records at least. Mm -hmm. Um, but then maladroit and this, uh, maladroit
0: had 13.
1: Maladroit has 13. This this is 12. 12. Um, and honestly, uh, maybe since then they've all been more than 10, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think everything will be all right. in the end is
1: everything is, is 10 and that, that three part suite at the end. Yeah. Um, so to me, it feels like 10 and then plus like
0: an extra bonus
1: plus a, just a wonderful thing at the yeah. end. Yeah. Oh,
0: so wonderful.
1: <laughs> Again. Hey, we will God, talk about
0: everything point. will be all right in the end. <laughs> I feel like we should bump that up in our, no, in our we can't, we schedule.
1: can't, we absolutely cannot.
0: <laughs> I have so many feelings about it.
1: <laughs> so do I anyways.
0: Um, so sorry. Yeah, you I, were making a point. <laughs> yeah. So
1: my point is I think that some of this, um, is like, f- filler for my experience like there are very few of the songs coming up that i would skip as they're coming up with the possible exception of we are all but i
0: maybe wouldn't be tuned in all the way absolutely they would play actually this happened earlier i was listening to this album and uh we are all on drugs was playing and then the next time i like perked up and listened was when pardon me was playing i just Completely yeah. missed damage in your heart. Right, was one hundred percent was not on my radar at all that it had happened,
1: which is legit. Um, and uh, I feel like I also just sort of black out during this record. Yeah, and not even that I'm not singing along or enjoying myself. I just right.
0: I could still be singing along and enjoying myself and not listening at all to what is happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so
1: let's so let's pick up where we left off here um, with peace. Yeah,
0: I like peace.
1: I like Peace as well. Um, one of the things... Uh, so, Peace, I think, falls into... Um, it's a little bit of a hybrid of the, like, classic Weezer sound, but it has um, some of that cure to it. Yeah, I'd to buy it. into that. Um, which is also interesting, because I feel like We Are All on Drugs is like a hybrid of... The, the other first, two. Yeah, the first <laughs> shitty sound. Yeah, exactly. Um, basically, everything but the classic Weezer sound. Yeah. <laughs> um but uh one of the things that i really liked about pieces i was listening to it this morning is the way um well two things um uh it's got kind of two choruses um it's got uh it's it's like whoa chorus um but it's also just got like the singing like the part that has lyrics yeah um and it's cool that it manages to have two of those like stand up and like sing along uh shout at the top of your lungs kind of uh parts to it but also that each chorus starts with a, a lyric left over from the verse so like um the thing about like i'll pay the tab like that yeah tab is really part of the chorus even if it lyrically belongs to the p- the verse that came before right
0: yeah it bleeds into the chorus.
1: Yeah. Um, and this also has a little bit of the same um, uh, Like starting low Like that same sort of uh, Pattern as Hold Me But not yeah,
0: it feels, quite as extreme Right it feels very akin To Hold Me
1: Like a sister piece to Hold Me Yeah
0: it does especially When surrounded by the rest of this album I feel like the two of them Are similar in a way that none of the other songs are
1: Yeah Um <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong But this is also the one That has um, Like an acoustic guitar That's kind of Like it's mixed real low um, And it's almost more Like it's a percussion instrument In, in the verses Let's start this thing And yeah, see it, see if I know What I'm talking about Yeah so you can hear Like my strumming sound
0: Yeah Of letting go if there's something I can grab you can bet I'll pay the tax
1: Counting all the that. time. That's interesting. The the guitar lick there that we new nee new um In in my mind, like when I'm thinking about it, I think I'm hearing it as a synth. I know it's not. I know it's a guitar. Okay.
0: Um,
1: but like, and even at the beginning of the track, um, it's also a guitar uh, playing those like kind of longer notes. Yeah. It feels like a synth line. It's
0: like well, if maybe this whole song is just like they're like the instruments are playing things that those particular instruments wouldn't necessarily be assigned to normally like they're they're transforming them into something else
1: yeah i mean it certainly has like a uh like less predictable sonic palette than we're used to hearing from weezer yeah um not that it gets crazy but you know it's it's just a a, it has more interesting textures i think
0: yeah um i really like the lyrical line Mm. uh I don't have a purpose scattered on the surface. <laughs> and I have no idea why. So that's all.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think I think there's something uh, nice and surrendering about the I don't have a purpose. Yeah. Especially when so much of the record is the posturing poser bullshit mm-hmm. that we were talking about.
0: <laughs> it's like, we know you don't have a purpose, Rivers. So, like, I'm glad you're admitting it.
1: <laughs> See, but, uh, I mean, and that... Uh, I guess, yeah, we just have to decide wh- where is he being sincere and where is he not being sincere. This
0: feels more sincere to me than, like...
1: Beverly Hills. Bev- oh, God. Or We Are All on Drugs.
0: Yeah. I, like- I mean, We Are All on Drugs is the opposite of a sincere song. <laughs> it is...
1: Right, but I, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't... I mean, maybe maybe it's 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 impossible to tell, like, how songs were marketed in 2004 or whatever. Five. Um, 2005. 2005. But... I don't know. I never got the sense as this record came out that like here is a joke song about oh uh, oh I did rivers doing drugs.
0: I I always thought that we Were all on drugs was kind of a joke song. <laughs> <laughs> it never felt like a yeah this is like it never felt as sincere like even the posturing didn't feel as sincere as it has in other places.
1: Right. One. Well, I mean, m- maybe that to me makes it seem less likely to be like a jokey song is that but i mean whatever i think lo- looking back at it now i'm definitely like oh yeah that's he's thinks this attitude is stupid you know yeah um it's weird it's uh we've mentioned a couple times about how we think this album is stupid right i
0: guess that's true <laughs> so, in a few different ways In a few
1: different ways and sometimes we're like oh i love this it's so stupid
0: yeah but sometimes we're like this is stupid this is, in a way i don't want to listen to it
1: <laughs> um do you have any other thoughts about peace or um no
0: I, i'm good moving on
1: okay because we
0: already pretty much because
1: we've already started talking about <laughs> we are all on drugs
0: yeah okay <laughs> never let's get it enough
1: n- never get enough uh so let's talk about the virtues of we are all on drugs because i think it's too easy to say
0: i think it's a funny song all right you, i don't love listening to it mm-hmm. but like sometimes if i'm in the right mood and it's on i'm like i'll like get down with it like yeah
1: <laughs> it's interesting i think if i had to choose between the shitty songs on this record I would take Don't Beverly say Hills it. over Don't We Are All on say Drugs.
0: Say it! Oh, I think,
1: man. The, I think the only thing I like about We Are All on Drugs is the opening guitar riff that. Let's play it. Play it instead of me singing it.
0: I like
1: yeah, I think that's nice. And there's a synths thing at the end of it, too. It's the same dumb... It's,
0: it's the same dumb thing as Beverly Hills, but for some reason, I think it's funny instead of mind-numbingly awful.
1: See, I feel like it doesn't reach the heights of, like, the shitty heights of Beverly Hills. <laughs> like, I, I, I think it's going for the same thing, but it doesn't get quite as dumb. Like, for me, oh, which for is why me it I gets think...
0: Totally dumb. <laughs> the dumbest of dumbs whereas beverly hills is like see beverly hills feels more sincere to me than we are all on drug stuff
1: it's so interesting though because like if you're going to give if you're going to give him the benefit of the doubt in one place
0: why not in the
1: other uh, i mean other than like it's maybe easier to see where someone would be like let's make jokes about doing drugs Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because doing, doing this much drugs is stupid. (laughs) Whereas it's a little bit harder to see him saying like, let's live in Beverly Hills when you're like, ultimately if I could do that, like, maybe I would be, you know, Never like if I had Beverly Hills, I mean, if you had the money, dude, and like, you could just isolate yourself from like everyone and just that, have but like a huge what, palatial that's estate. Not what, and, that's not what Beverly no, but Hills like, is. But like, maybe you could. That's, and, like, but
0: that's not what Beverly Hills no, like, is. I'm had telling the money, you, Patrick. No, if
1: you had the money and, and you had like I'm the so session, I'm like, so <laughs> angry.
0: I know my grandparents live in Beverly Hills and my aunt and uncle and cousin live in Beverly Hills. And while I love and respect them all very much, I never want to live there.
1: Okay. But that's conflating (laughs) the Beverly Hills that he's singing about with
0: the real Beverly Hills. Hills. And he's (laughs) not the symbol.
1: No, like he's using Beverly Hills the way most of the country uses Hollywood.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like, you're a big shot because yeah. you live in
1: Hollywood. I do live in I Hollywood. I know you
0: live in That's why I said that instead of me.
1: You come to my house like every week. I, uh, yeah. In Hollywood. Uh,
0: in Hollywood. I'm hoping to move to Hollywood at some point in the not too distant future.
1: I think there are units in my building, by the way. Shut up. Let's talk about it later. Let's do talk about it later. Okay. Jen, okay. we could be neighbors.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Pure glee. Um, Anyways, I have like.
1: Do you have uh, favorite lyrics from We Are All on Drugs? Like things that uh, really make you laugh or.
0: Well, the first line. When you're out with your friends and you new Mercedes-Benz <laughs> <laughs> and you're on drugs. Just like, I feel like Rivers just puts him into stupid situations being on drugs. It's, <laughs> it just like makes me giggle. It, it is uh, funny. When you throw on your headphones and you step into the zone <laughs> and you're on drugs. It, it's funny how like... <laughs> and you wish you could quit because you're really <laughs> sick of it. But you're on you're drugs. you on drugs. <laughs> It, it almost makes me think of like a like like Afrojack because I got high. Like, that's my was that Afrojack or Afro mm, Man?
1: No, it was Afro Man? It was
0: Afro Man. I'm really yeah. sorry. <laughs> too many afros. Um, but it's just, like it feels like a stupid Weezer version of that song, uh, and I think that song is funny too.
1: <laughs> I I think that song is funny as well.
0: I would by, I you're hard pressed to find somebody who doesn't think because I got high is a funny song. <laughs> It is a fucking funny song.
1: It's a funny song. The, <laughs> the thing that I like about uh, Because I Got High is because it starts so, like, innocuous and, like, nothing really bad is happening yeah. because he got high. But then he's, like, you know, he, he has to, like, retake classes or loses uh, access to his has kids. a
0: similar progression.
1: Does it really? Yeah. Well, just sell me on this. Where... Um, okay. I assume you have the lyrics up in front of you.
0: Um, I do now. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, you're, yeah, you're start. Well, I guess it. No, it definitely does because you're, you're late to school. Whatever, uh, and you step into the zone. You're still whatever, but then you like, you're like having like a fit, like you twitch in your seat because you want to hit the street. <laughs> a great line, by the way. <laughs> Um, and you cause such a fuss, and like it's just like losing the best of your days. like it's just like it's not as active of a of a progression as because I got. I can't believe we're having this conversation. It's not as active of a progression as because I got high does, but it's a more like metaphysical one where you're. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Okay, I get that. I get that. Because yeah.
0: No, it makes total sense. It's because like a, because
1: I got high, will only give like concrete examples. Right, of like, Exactly. He missed his court date or whatever because he got high right Whereas but this, this is, is saying
0: the best of your days will all vanish in the haze
1: well let's you
0: wish you could quit because you're really sick of it i could quit like these lyrics are just they're hysterical to me um and the, the chorus uh give me some of that stuff woo <laughs> it just cracks me up in the the like the wait what sorry i just what
1: what are you are you looking at the the lyrics on Weezerpedia where it says correct bridge and yeah, incorrect bridge? Yeah, I just got
0: really confused.
1: Uh, what does a,
0: that mean, Andrew? Uh, I,
1: don't, I don't know. I don't know. Look, if you're ever... Dear listener, if you're ever designing a website with lyrics to your favorite Weezer songs and you think you have some incorrect lyrics, uh, don't put them up there.
0: Wait, but the incorrect bridge is... That's the bridge
1: yeah okay that's that's a great point let's let's describe (laughs) what we're seeing
0: it's not even like you could mistake the incorrect or the correct bridge for like it's it's completely different
1: well here let's let's catch everyone up because they can't see what you're seeing so uh, it says it says correct bridge and then the lyrics under correct bridge are i want to reach a higher plane where things will never be the same
0: and now, then it can, says,
1: can you pinpoint where those no, songs are? No,
0: that's in? not in the song.
1: Okay, and then under incorrect bridge, it says, I want to conf- confiscate your drugs. I don't think I can get enough.
0: Which is in the
1: song. I-, I had a hard time not singing it just now as I was reading them.
0: Because it's so funny and singable i'm really gonna try to convert you like i i I don't understand how you could be okay listening to beverly hills and not okay listening to this song it's hysterical it's afro jacks because i got high but more metaphysical
1: first of all it's afro man
0: i'm really sorry world i'm really sorry afro man if we have afro jack
1: if we have to choose between all three of these songs Beverly Hills, because I got high, or we are all on drugs.
0: <laughs> We're all picking because I got We're high. We're all
1: picking because I got high. Which but let's let's take that let's take that fight out to Twitter. So just Ooh, put
0: hashtag cookie.
1: hashtag shark. Cookie Shark. <laughs> Which of these songs is is the better uh, statement of like idiocy? We are all on drugs because I got high or Beverly Hills?
0: <laughs> cool.
1: hashtag Cookie Shark.
0: <laughs> Go ahead and lock that in. <laughs>
1: Uh let's move on to the next song here <laughs> okay uh, okay or, or we could fight about it forever <laughs> this
0: was a really fun one to discuss though
1: which oh we're <laughs> we all drug? on drugs yeah it's i to like, do
0: a really great discussion <laughs> <laughs> i feel they need to point that out um so the damage in your heart i have very few things to, to talk like i don't even know that i I, it's fine.
1: That's fine. Uh, yeah, I, I, this for me is one of those uh, blank spots in listening to the record where I know I'm listening to it and I'm singing the damage in your heart. Yeah. Um, and it's...
0: It, it doesn't say much. I yeah. mean, the verses are four lines long. With like with The longest line in the verse has, I think, five words in it. Four, Yeah, five words in it. It's just like a small little kind of nothing song. <laughs>
1: um, the... The bridge, um, the, like, I can't tell you how the words make me feel Mm -hmm. that part. Um, I feel like that builds nicely into the last chorus, but, uh, you know, uh, other than that, it's kind of just like a, a, the construction on the song is competent and, and good. And so I don't
0: hate listening to it. I don't, I don't change the song when it comes on my iTunes and I wouldn't switch off the radio like I would with Beverly Hills.
1: Uh, and, and which uh which of the three categories of song does this belong in for you? Uh do we need to review the categories no, of song? I don't know what
0: the categories are. I guess it's sort of a. Uh, I I guess it would go in like the cure kind of
1: That's how I hear it too. Yeah. yeah. Um I, I don't know I, I think the, the best I don't know that uh, obviously, I'm um, partial to the classic Weezer-y sounding yeah. ones um, but uh, yeah, I know it, it's interesting that um, well, that's not interesting at all. I'm just gonna stop talking. <laughs> okay, and we can move on to Let pardon, me, on to pardon me. me because we just want to talk about pardon me right. Um, Jen, tell me how you feel about Pardon Me I like Pardon Me I like Pardon Me too Good,
0: I'm um, glad we're in agreement on this one
1: Did you like that uh, Incubus song, Pardon Me?
0: Remind me of how it goes
1: It goes, pardon me Well oh. I
0: Yeah, I like that song too Into
1: flames
0: Oh yeah, that's a, that's a fine one
1: mm-hmm. That was one of those songs that came out before Drive Okay. Um, or one of those like hits that came out before Drive I think it's on the same record Yeah in any event, <laughs> in any event, um,
0: if you if you want to hear more about Drive, we've got an Incubus mini podcast.
1: We do. It's going to be out there in the archive somewhere. Somewhere. Um, Pardon me. He's got a, a, a more good like shouting along with uh, kind of yeah uh, choruses. Um, you want to listen to some? of Pardon me. Yeah, let's do it. Um, let's just start from the beginning. Uh-oh. The uh, the verses are so like jaunty, yeah. Like they've got that kind of bouncy um, feel to them, almost like uh, the verses in "Perfect Situation."
0: Yeah. See that. Um. Yeah, I would like in a little bit to play kind of the end of the song.
1: Okay. Well, let's uh, let's let's just stop stop there a second. Okay. Um. Uh. I I was sort of like air playing piano at yeah. the beginning of that um i i don't know if i had heard it before yeah obviously as we're listening now we're listening with headphones on
0: with like nice headphones
1: yeah and paying and more attention
0: really focusing like a lot a lot of the time when i'm listening to weezer it's on in the background because i know it so well right
1: because you're cleaning the apartment yeah taking a shit i just
0: want to rock out
1: you just want to rock out <laughs> as you clean the apartment and take a shit
0: at the same time,
1: <laughs> so you're right. I'm not always not always hearing all the textures. Yeah. Um, what What is it about the end of the song that you wanna hear?
0: I really like the way that that the last uh, little couplet just I feel like it reaches such a great crescendo. mm Hmm. Um. That's that's really. That's it. I guess we don't. We don't even have to
1: listen. Let, let's to take it. a stab further in here, and then we can talk about what we're hearing.
0: Yeah.
1: It's true. It drops like all the way down and rebuilds yeah, it, itself up.
0: and then it
1: comes up here. See? Oh, it also extends this a little bit. One more. Mm-hmm.
0: That's what I want to be here.
1: <laughs> no, that's really cool. And that's some of that, like, Pat Wilson being awesome. Oh, he's um, so good. Like, it, it,
0: every t- like in this whole process, like, through all the things we've recorded and the, all the Weezer we've listened to, like, just fucking Rivers on guitar and Pat on the drums is such an unbeatable combo when they're doing it well.
1: Maybe I should play lead guitar and Pat should play the drums.
0: Stop <laughs> skipping ahead. I won't. <laughs>
1: I won't do it. It's just, I mean, that... Uh, yeah. Like those, those are the.
0: They're just so fucking good at what they do.
1: Those are like the elemental things about Weezer yeah. that always work. Yeah. Um, Rivers guitar and Pat Wilson playing drums. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, and, you know, like that, that was almost like a mini, uh, only in dreams yeah, it, as yeah. far as like how he builds that thing up. It
0: builds re- like, and that was and such fast a, like, too, so qu- but it doesn't feel forced. Like no, it's not, not at all. it doesn't feel like they're building it too fast. They're just like, they have this unbelievable, and I know I've talked about it before. i just like building this tension in their song. And like, it just such a great, and that's, yeah, well, and me- I
1: said it, Sorry, to, to no. Interrupt. Go ahead. Um, I said it like a, as it was happening, but uh, it takes that little bit of pre-chorus and like adds a couple measures, like right into the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Um, like it adds another couplet, as it were, um, so that like you know we're right to the point where you think it's going to bust into the chorus, and then it's like no, we're going to stretch out this tension a little bit yeah. longer, make the harmonic just, journey a little bit longer. It to, get to It works so well. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I feel like we. And I know this is a stupid because we're in the middle of the album, but we didn't really talk at all about um, how this album was made. And this is when they were working on putting together Make Believe. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, there are a bunch of uh, songs called The Fallen Soldiers, which were pretty much completely recorded, um, but were just chosen not to go on this album. During the time that uh, Make Believe was being recorded um, was intermittently going back to Harvard. Um, so he'd stopped for a little bit. Uh, he like took a break while they were for
1: like a real long time. For like
0: yeah, for like a while. Um, but during this, he was he was uh, actually going back to Harvard um, a few times, um, and he like left the band back in LA for a while, and then would come back. So this is. I don't know why I felt the need to say that right then, <laughs> but I feel Great. like I know. I just feel like uh, in our first few episodes, we were focusing so much on like Rivers and his mindset and his like his body of work, and this uh, the way we're doing this one has just been like straight up about the album. And I, lo- I mean, I love that. Like, it's fun. Uh, well,
1: I, I, th- I think there's, you know, ne- necessarily going to be more, um, like, more of the psychology of putting out a record is going to be. Uh, about the industry and about putting music out in the music industry you know like when we were talking about blue and we were talking about pinkerton there's a lot of more like personal stuff that we were mm-hmm. discussing or you know things that seemed like novel and interesting like
0: and things that were noted specifically like in our research because as uh weezer goes further and further it becomes i feel like or at least the liter literature about Weezer becomes less about Rivers' journey and more about the band's success or failure, like as a whole, as opposed to just him.
1: It also feels less like lore, you know, like when when you're learning about where Green and Pinkerton or Blue and Pinkerton come from, um, you know, you feel like you're you've discovered some ancient document, and you know, like here are the secrets of how this was created. Yeah. Whereas like this stuff, you know, they're you like then a- in then in way back in 2002 and i'm like fuck you, i remember 2002. Yeah, that's <laughs> true.
0: That makes sense. Uh,
1: what's next? Where so are we? we just
0: left off uh pardon me. Okay. And so my best friend is next. Oh,
1: so for me this is us entering another kind of dead zone. Yeah, same. Um, my best friend and the other way uh, <sighs> honest okay, so which one of these two songs has the boom ding ding bling is my best friend. Yeah, I'm probably singing that wrong, but I
0: think so. Yeah,
1: it sounds like a party. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> it does sound like a party. Right. <laughs> um, this song always felt like just just nothing to me. Like I would listen to it, but the lyrics didn't mean anything, and the music was fine.
1: Yeah. Um. There's what 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 are the, what are the lyrics here that they keep rhyming like? Um, so, uh, there's something where I always want to just insert uh, Deborah Messing's name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are such a blessing, and I won't be Deborah Messing,
1: and I won't be Deborah Messing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> with the one thing that rings like all my darkness.
1: It makes it makes perfect sense to me. Uh...
0: I'm sure this is a sweet song, uh, but it just doesn't mean anything at all to me. Well,
1: I mean, let's talk about this a little bit, because the lyric, you're my best friend and I love you, and I love you, yes I do, is stupid. Yep. Um, But, unlike a lot of the other stupid things on this record...
0: It's stupid in a bad way. I don't
1: think we love it. No. And I don't think we can even love it for being stupid.
0: No. Jen,
1: why is that? Why can't we love that for being stupid?
0: I think it's just a tiny bit too smart to be stupid enough to love.
1: Go on. Like, in 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 what way is it smart? Is it smart because maybe there's something to the observation that like I think the, the person you love is also your best friend, or?
0: Well, no. i is this about a
1: woman me. or is this about?
0: I assumed. I mean, I guess I've always taken it kind of either way. Like it could just be a friend, or it could be like a, a best friend and a lover. But I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I might retract. Actually, hold on. S-
1: I, I think. I think I pinpointed it. Okay. Although I would love to hear your retraction. <laughs> let's, hear your, let's hear your retraction. I, I, what are you going to retract? Wow.
0: Um. That it's smart at all.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's here, here's what I'm going to say. Um,
0: I, I, after I said that, I took a look again at the lyrics and I'm like, nope. No. this is real stupid. So here's. I think it has. more. No, you go ahead and then I'll say what I
1: think it has more okay. to do with. Okay. Um. So I think it is dumb. And I think one of the reasons that I can't find the sort of fun of the irony is that one of the lyrics is, I hope you believe me because I speak sincerely. Yeah. And nothing.
0: It feels way more like awkwardly sincere. sincere than like, hold me, which is also simple. Well,
1: yeah, see, that, but it, that this feels is a problem sincere
0: too. And I think maybe something of it has to do with the fact that it just feels fake because it's like simply and sort of it's just like simply laid out but it doesn't have the like kind of weird grappling emotions that Hold Me has
1: well Hold hold Me has the benefit of um, the stupidity helps it express its vulnerability Yeah. whereas this thing isn't very vulnerable
0: no it's not Um, yeah I think you're right it's not vulnerable and if it like it's secure in what it's
1: yeah, saying. it definitely it's is. It's pure
0: in its stupidity. It is.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like you're my best friend, and I love you, and I love you. Yes, I yes, do. Yes, I do. And then later, like a five year old, yes, have Written this song. Just you said <laughs> you said that. Now I'm just scanning the words, and I think all of these words are within my five year old niece's <laughs> vocabulary. <Yep>. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <sighs> it's a dumb song. Let's move on. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, and there is also no real like fun build-up or guitar solo or anything in here. The the only thing that I, I think is musically noteworthy is that sort of party sound. <laughs> uh, let's let's just listen to the beginning uh, again and let it go for a little bit because it is uh, so energetic and like. Is that a triangle in the background? Do you hear I that was, high, that high, ding, ding, ding? Yeah, ding? I did hear
0: that, and I was also trying to identify it. I was like, I never really paid attention. Let's to that let one it thing. ride
1: a second. When everything is wrong. Yeah, and it goes away. But yeah, I think, <laughs> it's either a triangle or maybe like, like really a bell. Yeah, something
0: of some kind.
1: Finger, maybe finger symbols. <laughs> <laughs> More of my rock songs need finger symbols, I think. All of them. All of them. All the finger symbols. So I guess if we're already in the like blackout zone here, other way. Yeah let's let's talk about other way. Or do I mean do you even have much to say about this or haunt haunt you every day? <laughs> um, because we've already talked about freak me out kind of uh, in depth.
0: I uh, just read that. On on Weezer Pino. I just read that mm. the other way was written by Weezer by Rivers, uh, wanting to console his ex girlfriend after her current girl her current boyfriend died. Ugh. And then
1: Wait, this wait, which song? This isn't haunt this me is... Haunt You Every Day, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: Because that would be
0: No it's not.
1: Uh, um, okay, so t- but
0: now I'm reading the lyrics with that in mind um, I guess so it's basically about wanting to console his ex-girlfriend because her boyfriend died but also questioning his motives for wanting to console her
1: oh that's interesting
0: um, which adds a, sort of another layer to this or at least some sort of meaning because it's kind of a meaningless song on its own without that little bit of contextual knowledge right?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I can say that I never really, um, I never really, oh, Jen, I am looking at the uh, the Weezerpedia page now. and There's
0: a picture of them.
1: Yeah, her boyfriend is Elliot Smith.
0: Yeah.
1: Elliot Smith? You familiar with Elliot Smith? No. Oh, Jen, this is why we're eight years apart. <laughs> Elliot Smith was a, an, an LA-based singer-songwriter. Um, amazing... Amazing guy, um, we look. I'm sorry. I, I know I'm going to give you an assignment after this. It's okay. The assignment is I'm listen really to sorry. Elliot Smith. No, it's okay. It's okay. I'm so sorry. It's okay, Elliot. Um, he killed himself. Maybe in 2003. Ten, there you go. I was going to say about 10 years ago. Um, he, uh, you know, had struggled with depression like the uh, throughout his career, uh, mm-hmm. and ended up killing himself by stabbing himself in the heart twice. Wow, which I mean like try to imagine the sadness that it takes to stab yourself in the heart once he went in for another for another go. I can't believe that this song is about about Elliot in any way it is I mean in indirectly let's listen to this i I, <laughs> I have never really given this song the time of day
0: yeah no having that context is really interesting yeah I wish that there had been more of a sense of that in the lyrics, because, yeah, like like I said, without that context, uh, it doesn't. The song doesn't mean anything.
1: Let's hear. Let's listen to it a little bit, and uh, I'll maybe knock down the volume a little bit so we can talk over it. <laughs> Because these guys probably would have known Elliot just, yeah. you know, like touring and working in LA. It's also
0: only barely about them. It's all about rivers.
1: It's all about rivers not knowing how to how to deal with it. So how I turned
0: to her, which kind of makes it worthless again. Uh,
1: I sort <laughs> Sorry, of makes rivers. it. I mean, yeah, sort of makes it worthless again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I, I find that this is uh, that that's an. An interesting thing to express, but I don't know how well he's exploring it. Yeah. That, like...
0: It's very surface level. Yeah. Like, w- I want to, but I don't know how.
1: Well, and even, even that idea, I think, is is compelling. That, like, when someone goes through a tragedy, that you want to offer them some sort of comfort, but, like, what the fuck yeah. do you say? Um, are you familiar with uh set from... Um, First of all, are you familiar with Tig Notaro? Yes,
0: I'm familiar with Tig Notaro. Are you
1: familiar with uh, Tig Notaro's set at Largo, um, like the week she was diagnosed with breast cancer?
0: I feel like I might have seen some of it.
1: It's uh, it's just called live, um, and it's like up on Spotify and other other places. Yeah. Um, and you know, she just throws out all of her jokes and just talks about you know being diagnosed with cancer and like having lost her mom in the last like month or whatever. Um, and one of the things that she brings up is that, um, she's so lonely because no one will talk to her that like anytime someone wants to like start talking about whatever piddly shit during their day, they're just like, Oh, never mind. You're not going to
0: care about this. Because I don't have, have, have cancer. Bigger problem. Yeah.
1: Um, and so Tig does a, a great job of expressing, you know, what that is and like, relating to it, whereas <laughs> River's thing here is just sort of like...
0: It's so, like, he's not even trying. Doesn't it feel like that? Like, it feels like he wants to, but he's just... I mean, he's saying he's going to turn and look the other... It just feels like he, there's no epiphany in this song.
1: Right. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, it sounds like kind of too happy of a song, Yeah. too. Um, do you listen to Ben Folds? as well. Yeah. Um, do you know uh on Songs for Silverman, um there's a song called Too Late. Yeah. That's about Elliot as well. Oh. Um it has has the lyric, uh, Elliot man, you played a fine guitar and some oh. dirty basketball. Oh
0: um, okay.
1: And you know, uh Ben used to cover uh an Elliot Smith song called Say Yes, which is a, a great song. Um But yeah, it's it's a damn. I wish this were a better song.
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
1: Um, But hey, they're not they're not all great songs. Nope. Uh, Let's let's move off of it and uh, onto haunt you every day. Okay. Um, Do you have any thoughts about haunt you every day? Now I feel bad for making a joke about haunt you every day being about the death of Elliot Smith.
0: Thanks a lot. (laughs) I'm real sorry for not giving you all of that info. Um,
1: Man, I can't get over that. That the other way is about Rivers not being able to...
0: Talk to Elliot
1: Smith's girlfriend. Yeah.
0: And... This girl dated Rivers and Elliot Smith.
1: So she's like a, a Courtney Love type. Yeah. Except for a decade later. Yeah. And
0: smaller scale
1: <laughs> and smaller, smaller scale yeah Kurt Cobain to Billy Corgan is not the same as
0: Rivers Cuomo to Elliott Smith. Smith no it's
1: a, it's a thing of scale yeah um, all right sorry I got I gotta get my head back in this now um, <laughs>
0: um, uh, you do don't you, feel the joy you don't feel the pain uh, you were just a just a toy you were just insane
1: Yeah, maybe more trite lyrics here and haunt you every day. Let's let's start it up and let's see if that sparks any conversation here. (laughs) Really leaning on the uh, piano.
0: This song doesn't go anywhere.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I think that's a pattern, like, my favorite songs, my favorite Wazer songs are ones that have, like, a journey to them, and I don't think that, that's my biggest problem, I think, with the dead songs on this album, is they just, like, they don't take me anywhere, they're not, like, transformative, they're, they don't build, they don't have super cool guitar solos.
1: Well, it's, uh, this song does grow, but it, it's not in any meaningful way
0: yeah like
1: i can't... like because th- that was just i mean we did this kind of three stairs of like yeah. here's the the low here's the middle and now we're at the high
0: but the high doesn't feel high no it just feels like another version of the low
1: it might be that it's too slow does it feel yeah, slow
0: it does feel slow
1: all right, let's just kill it there because yeah. I, I don't know if there's any reason to uh, to really linger on that. There's a guitar solo in here too. I think it's okay. Let's let's uh, stab around and see if we can. It's find it. It's all right. Let, let's let's see if we can find it and okay. uh, talk about it. It's- Like even even this chorusy stuff is so like dirgy.
0: Dirge is a good
1: word for a song. Okay, maybe the guitar solo is super boring.
0: That's what I was trying to tell you.
1: Also, the song ends weird, right? They just start singing like a new like.
0: I've blacked out this song too many times. <laughs> it's been a long time but
1: it Wait, wait, like, wait. Oh yeah. Yeah, so it just kind of it just kind of wow. it fizzles out. I mean, even even at like its high energy, it's again very interesting that uh, you know we were saying about hold me that it like explodes, pulls back, explodes, pulls back, explodes, yeah. and then stays up forever. that's you... me
0: yawn. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's
1: okay. Hey, let's let's, <laughs> let's <was> regroup <laughs> here. We're trying we're trying to get over the fact that Elliot Smith has been dead for a decade in
0: other ways boring and
1: then haunt you every day is haunt you every day that's what i meant right is is boring yeah um no that uh this also you know gets to a high point and then stays high for like you know two minutes at the end but it's
0: but it's not really a high point you know what i mean
1: no i'm right there with you I'm,
0: i'm like hold me's high point is a high point
1: yeah, and I, I mean, for for the most part, I, I am a frequent defender of this record. I like it a lot.
0: I like it. I mean, there are definitely songs that we've talked about that I've been very excited about.
1: Mm-hmm. A- and as as a whole, you know, there are very few things that make me say like, oh, I don't uh, th- there's no reason for me to say I don't like make believe, yeah. you know, even the songs that we've argued about, <laughs> like, we just think they're dumb. <laughs> And can disagree about uh-huh. where we about find the fun. About which one's fund. dumber, right? <laughs> no, not even that. I think we agree which, <laughs> we agree which one is dumber. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we just disagree where there's value in being dumb. <laughs> Guys, um,
0: we are all in drugs. <laughs> It's so dumb.
1: It's so dumb, but it's not nearly as dumb as Beverly Hills.
0: Beverly Hills is the fucking worst.
1: (laughs) It's the dumbest.
0: The dumbest of all dumbs and with no value to it at all. Well, and everybody should stop listening to it. Let's.
1: (laughs) Okay. So I think we, this is a call to action. Last last time. Um, but this record was reviewed by pitchfork. Right. Um, and Pitchfork gave it a, like the
0: lowest score. Is this the lowest score ever
1: that Pitchfork's ever given? Yeah, I don't know. They gave it a point four out of ten, which oh. is rough. Bismal. What did they give? Uh, what did they give to um, Hurley? Um. Let's let's look that up because in in my mind, Hurley is uh, easily the worst uh, Weezer record. Like, easily. Um. I, I don't know. It's,
0: Did they give it a five?
1: Are, are you looking at are you have it up right there?
0: Um, it sort of looks like it. I think. I think they gave it a five.
1: Well, then they apparently think that Hurley is, you know, eight times <laughs> <Five> as good. <laughs> ten <laughs> times as good as make-believe. Um. Yeah, it's a it's a, a scathing review. Um,
0: yeah, they did. They gave Hurley a five, and they gave Make Believe a point four.
1: A point four.
0: That's just
1: absurd. Here's, I'm sorry. Here, let, let me. So, okay, there, there are a lot of specific uh, complaints, obviously, about the record. But let me just read the the final paragraph because I think the final <laughs> the final paragraph really gets at you know why um, this reviewer, who let's credit them. Um, Rob Mitchum, uh, why he gave this record as, as low a score as he does. <clears throat> the paragraph reads, so does make-believe completely ruin, not just... By the pre- way,
0: he forgot to take his italics off after make-believe.
1: It's true. It's all
0: it? italicized, the last paragraph, which except, makes it especially scathing.
1: Except for the first two words. Yeah. In any event. <laughs> so does make-believe completely ruin, not just present-day Weezer, but retroactively, any enjoyment to be had from their earlier work? I don't know. I'm too scared to re-listen to those first two albums, but it certainly appears that make-believe will expertly extract the last remaining good graces the critical community has to offer Latter-day Weezer. Unless my colleagues' memories of slow dancing along with Ashley to Say It Ain't So are more powerful than I can possibly imagine. Of course, if Ashley went on to break your heart, fellow critic, make-believe may just be the medicine you need. Put it on repeat and watch your emotional scar be obliterated as collateral damage in the torpedoing of Weezer's legacy. Wow. That is harsh. It's one of those, um, that, like, uh, George Lucas raped my childhood kind of, thing. you know what I mean? <laughs> that, that people have this, like, reaction that, like, George Ru- Lucas somehow went back and you know, ruined your memories of star Wars
0: slash Bill Cosby right now. Nobody's going to be able to watch the Cosby show the same way again.
1: Yeah. I was actually just thinking about a ghost, uh, a ghost, a, (laughs) a joke in ghost dad. Okay. Um, where Bill Cosby is a ghost and a bus drives through him and he's like plunging, uh, you know, he's standing still as the bus basically like passes around him and he passes through the crotch of an old lady. Oh. Right? It's upsetting now
0: <laughs> Yeah um, But I don't think that Make Believe Is gonna Bill Cosby all over Blue and Pinkerton Or like, wh- did I don't think it did at all I don't I don't
1: think it did either I mean, uh, obviously um, You know, this starts This does start A sort of like Fallow period Where people start to be like Fuck Weezer Who cares about him anymore
0: I mean, this is the last album That I listened to
1: Yeah, sure Like,
0: I, until Recently
1: um, and I, 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 remember not having ex- any expectations for red, but I did buy it mm-hmm. and I Red, is actually one of my secret loves. Um, and I'm really looking forward to talking about it. Um, we'll
0: have a special guest on that show too.
1: We think we will.
0: He's kind of hard to pin down these He's days.
1: Hard to pin down these days. Um, but we're, we're trying to get a guest in who uh, absolutely despises red. Um, uh, and I sort of love it. Uh, It'll be
0: a. Cage match.
1: It'll be it'll be a cage I'm match. I'm gonna lock
0: them in a cage.
1: And one of us, watch them fight. One of us will die. So,
0: right. Mm. Who do you think could win in a fight? You or Mark?
1: Oh, we're talking about our friend Mark Mitchell here. Yes. Um, me. I think I. I think I win. Okay. Am I? Am I a little bit taller than Mark?
0: In my mind, you're the exact same height.
1: I'm definitely way more.
0: Well, he yeah, he's like a noodle.
1: <laughs> well, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: saying is he going to be mad if he hears this and hears me calling him a noodle? <laughs> sorry, Mark. You're not a noodle.
1: Look, this is what we know. We know that Mark is, in fact, listening to this and that he's offended at being called a noodle. So we I'm really will.
0: sorry. I'm really sorry, Mark. Look, he, sorry.
1: we're going to have to fight with him on uh, his his appearance here anyway. Yeah. Okay, Jen, let's close the book on, on make-believe. Um uh, if if people skipped Make-Believe because they stopped listening to Weezer after Maladroit... Or
0: because they heard Beverly Hills and were so abominably turned off by this album that or, they decided not to continue.
1: Or that they saw this point four on Pitchfork and were like... Fuck this. Fuck that, I'm listening to the Decemberists. Then...
0: You didn't make a terrible choice.
1: You didn't make... No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> the Decemberists are uh, a great band. They... So, they've got a record coming out in January. Again, this is uh, 12, 13, 14 as we're recording this. Yeah. Um, I'm glad
0: we'll have this to remember this day, by. Me too. Yeah.
1: Um, we this, uh, The Decembers have a new record coming out in January, but I have seen ads for it on my Facebook feed uh-huh. since like October. And yeah. every time I see an ad, um, it's like, a couple of your friends like Decemberists, and here here's an ad for their new thing. But your name... Yeah. Jen. Yeah. Is one of those that is that is always like Jen, someone else, and huh. thirty six of your friends like <laughs> the Decemberists.
0: I mean I do like the Decemberists. Me too. Not I mean, I I don't I've only listened to like some of their songs selectively and I think I only have one album, but I like which, I saw them do I which album do you have? Oh geez, I have to look. I'm honestly they're not like They're not like my top five favorites, but let me check.
1: That's okay. Hey, look, we'll talk about the the new record when it comes out, and that'll be a fun time. I'm interested to know which Um, record she has. Oh. (laughs)
0: Sorry about that. Is that that picaresque? Um, No, that was Castaways and Cutouts. Uh. (laughs) July, July. Um, Nope, that's my... I don't even have one whole album. I have several songs from five different albums. (laughs) great Um, anyway that's my history on the Decemberists, but you've been listening to my name name is is weezer Weezer.
1: all right so hey i think we had a fun time talking about this record um and as soon as we turn off this thing we are going to talk about elliot smith young lady okay (laughs) and his legacy okay (laughs) do you know that his first band was called heat miser
0: i didn't know that but i like that a lot
1: it's a it's a good band yeah Anyway, right. you're this is Patrick.: And
0: this is Jen. and, and you're listening to.: <gasps> my,
1: my name, name is, is Weezer. Weezer.: Thank you bye. Thanks.: What's a creative podcast network?